0: Well, if you're alive and well and you are any type of sports fan, you know the some of the biggest news that recently came out was that Tom Brady is retiring from the game of football. Now I'm a Steelers fan and I was not a fan of Tom Brady for many, many years, but there's no question. Love him or hate him, he is the greatest quarterback to ever play professional Football. I mean, he's simply the best. How he played at the highest level for as long as he did is just unbelievably impressive. There's a recent documentary series that was put out by uh, ESPN Plus on his career. It's called uh, A Man in the Arena. And the series kind of gives the viewer a, a really in-depth look into Brady's past and present life. And one thing is very clear, there's there's a cost. There's a cost. This is the lesson I took away from it, is there's a cost to be the best. There is an absolute sacrifice that a man needs to make to be fully committed to a, a cause, a purpose, a passion. A job, whatever it might be. Let me let me just say that one more time. There is an absolute sacrifice that a man has to be um, that a man has to pay to be fully committed to a cause, a purpose, a passion, or a job, whatever it, it might be. The bottom line is this, guys, if you want to be great, if you want to experience great, then there's things that you have to sacrifice along the way. There's a a part in this documentary where they ask Brady to talk about his suspension due to deflate gate. And if I remember correctly, I think he was suspended for maybe the first four weeks of a season. And he decided to use that time off. He decided to use the suspension to do things that he had never done before. Things that maybe you and I take for granted, but for him it was going and spending time with his family. So he um took his entire family his sisters their husbands his nephews nieces his parents they all spend time out at Pebble Beach and he talked about how that time with them and the time away from the game was some of the most life-giving weeks he had experienced in years he talked about how refreshed he was to be away from the game and to be with those he loved and to kind of be out of the limelight and out of the kind of the front line of of the media And personally, hearing him talk about this, it it made me realize the price that Brady had to pay to be the best. I mean, the man was laser focused for so many years on winning. He was laser focused on performing at a high level. He was always learning. He was always improving. And this was his focus. And so the cost, the price that he had to pay was things that probably you and I take for granted, relationships with our family, right? Time with our family, uh, vacations with our family, uh, relaxing, right? Having some privacy, like he never had any of this. And I think about the, the, he talks about how his body paid a price to be the best. I mean, as his career went on, he realized if I want to continue to be the best, I'm going to have to do things differently. And so he began to work smarter in order to keep his body in check. You you see, Brady wasn't dumb. He counted the cost. And it was a cost that he was willing to pay because he wanted to be the best. That was his focus. He wanted to win Super Bowls, he wanted to be on the Pro Bowl teams, he wanted to be in the Hall of Fame, and he knew that if he wanted to be the best, then it was going to take a different approach to the game, even a different approach to life. He had a different diet. He chose different workouts. He uh, he prepared for games differently. He recovered differently. In fact, he did things so differently that he was actually criticized by some of the biggest names in the game of football for how he was doing things. But at the end of the day, we need to understand that he approached the game of football differently. And it's an unbelievable story. It's this unbelievable Cinderella story because the man wasn't even really talked about when he was drafted. In the eyes of most, he, he was a, really a nobody. But that nobody went on to be the greatest. But you see, I'm not here today, in this podcast is not to talk about Tom Brady. But in reality, it's to talk about how Tom Brady counted the cost and what can we learn from this. You see, there's a lot of men that aspire to do something, to be something great. I mean, like Brady, we all have dreams, right? We all have aspirations. And like anything else in life, if we want to be great and we want to accomplish our dreams and our aspirations, you see, there's a price to pay. There's a cost to being great. And many of us, maybe we're thinking in the context of accomplishments in our careers or maybe kind of the role we play in our community. But you see, do we really think about being great in our faith? Do we think about being the greatest Christ follower we can be? I mean, shouldn't this really be our top priority? If we claim to know and believe in Jesus Christ, I mean, shouldn't shouldn't this be our top priority to be the greatest Shouldn't we want to be the greatest man of God that we can be? And I think we have to ask ourselves this question, like, do we as men, do we understand the price, the cost of following Jesus, the cost of being a disciple? My guess is probably not, because many of us, particularly in America, we don't really know what it's like to live and pursue an uncomfortable faith. We've got things pretty easily here in this country. But you see, Jesus had some blunt words about being a follower of his. He had some blunt words about being his disciple. And man, these words have rattled me over the past week, week and a half, two weeks. Because I was recently sitting in the morning, I was thinking about what I want to accomplish this year as the leader of Men of Iron and as a husband to my wife Eden and as a father to my kids. You know, and as I was processing these things, I was kind of praying in the morning, I felt just God say to me, the Holy Spirit kind of nudge me and say, hey, you always want to be the best. I've wired you that way, but why don't you give me your best? And I'll tell you, that was a heavy moment to kind of sit there and process what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me because I was then led to Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 34, where Jesus talks about the cost of being his disciple. It says this in verse 25, chapter 14 of Luke. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. And he goes on to say in verse 28, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. In verse 31, Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Guys, is Jesus really saying that he wants us to hate our families and hate those in our lives to follow him. No. But you see, Jesus does not want blind, naive commitment that expects only blessings. And so as a builder estimates cost or a king evaluates military strength, so we too, as men, we must consider what Jesus expects of us before we fully commit our lives to him. You see, the priorities that Jesus is saying is, number one, it's me, and number two, it's me. Man, I don't know about you, but as I think about Tom Brady and I think about his career and being the best, you see, he counted the cost. He knew there were things in his life that he was going to have to sacrifice in order to be the best. And my challenge to all of us is to think about being the best followers of Jesus, the best men of God that we can possibly be. And you see, to be the best followers of Jesus, to be the best men of God, there's a price to pay. That means we put the world to the side. We put all the the things that we want, the things that we dream of, the things that we want to pursue, the things that we want to accomplish in this world, whether it's the money we're making, whether it's the titles we're having, whether it's the businesses that we're building. You see, in reality, all of that is second, third, fourth, because at the top, it must be pursuing Jesus. You see, men that pursue Jesus with everything they've got, God calls them to do things differently than most men in this world. And it's men that have that true, authentic faith that are able to pursue the things that God calls us to do. There's somebody listening to this that God's asking you to leave a promising career to pursue ministry full-time. There's somebody on this podcast is listening and and the easy thing to do right now, what the world's telling you to do is, is to leave that spouse. But you see, Just like anything else in this world, when we do those things, it might look appealing up front, but the bottom line is we know how it will end. It will leave us empty and depleted. But you see, pursuing Christ with everything we've got, sure, we might miss out on what the world has to offer, but you see, all that's going to be burned up in the end. You see, the Bible talks about eternity (laughs) and how there's gifts and rewards to those of us who pursue him with all we've got. I love how my one buddy, Dan Zecker, talks about, hey man, we're, salvation gets us into the stadium. We all get to see the game of eternity at the end, but you see there's different seats for those of us that pursue Christ wholeheartedly. And yeah, there's a price to pay, and are we thinking about that, guys? Are we thinking about the true cost of being a follower of Jesus Christ? And the cost is comfort the cost is comfort guys and i can tell you we need men who are comfortable being uncomfortable so guys i want us to just consider these words and what we've shared today and to think about man where do i want to be the best and if you're focused on being the best in in other areas of this life of yours that's okay those aren't aren't necessarily bad things but Let's change our focus on being the best men of God we can possibly be, and let's be willing to pay the price. We'll talk to you guys next time.